why is it so hard to stick to our goals? Why is it so hard to find time for yourself, mama? I've been there. I used to do everything for everyone before I took time out for myself. And then when I was ready to pursue my own interests for the day, the time had run out. I felt stuck. I felt like I was losing myself to the demands of all of my roles. Do you know what I've found? When I am intentional to make time, even if it's just 10 minutes a day, for my own interests and passions or for the goals that I have, I am more well-rounded and I'm better at taking care of everything and everyone. I promise you, you will be too. Taking care of you is important so you have the energy and joy to take on the rest of the demands your life brings because I know your life brings many. Let's talk about the five habits you need to stick with your goals. I promise you they are not too hard and they are not too time consuming. You can do this, mama. You can turn your interest into your purpose and you can find the time to do it. Hey mama, welcome to Red Hot Mindset. Do you want to find yourself again outside of motherhood and clarify your God-given goals? Do you find yourself up late at night wondering how to find simple systems to keep you on track? Do you wake up with big ambitious goals only to feel guilty prioritizing your interests over others' needs? Hey, I'm Gabe. I too was a busy working mom who lost herself to motherhood. I sacrificed my own dreams to take care of my kids. I was pulled in a thousand directions with too many to-dos piling up. I desperately wanted to find a way to create simple systems so I could create a work-life balance and be present for my family. I wished I could enjoy interests of my own outside of motherhood, but I kept telling myself I didn't have what it takes, others would judge me, and that me time was selfish. Until I found out a little secret. My kids need me to be their example, and they need to see me win. Yours do too. In this podcast, you will discover how to clarify your goals, how to plan with purpose, and how to ditch your distractions and simplify your home so you can find yourself again and turn your passions into purpose. In order to have a red-hot mindset, we need to be willing to step into the fire of refinement so God can mold us into women ready to crush our goals His way. I've learned to use my interest in running to enhance my productivity and spiritual growth. I believe that life is one massive marathon and it's up to you to run your own race and to finish it well. Lace up those running shoes and step into the fire with me because I know you will come out stronger. Hey friend, welcome to Red Hot Mindset. I am so glad that you're hanging out with me today. So today we're talking about the five habits you need to stick to a goal. And you know, just a few short years ago, I was all over the place. I worked in multiple different facets. I held too many different roles. And I also was building my own business. I was busy. (laughs) And I had no balance in my life, none whatsoever. I felt like I was always working and I had a hard time creating space for creativity and fun with my family. Many times I let one of my roles come before my kids and husband and quality time was lacking. I had a hard time keeping up and even taking care of myself. I scheduled myself so full that there was no white space to be found. And I was frustrated and I was burned out. Are you feeling me? Do you ever feel that way? Do you have seasons like that? When I wasn't intentional with my habits, each area of my life suffered. I really didn't have the space or energy to work toward my own goals or interests because I didn't make it important to find that time. 
Now that I've learned and implemented these five habits we're going to be talking about today into my daily or really weekly routine, I have found I do have the creative time I need to follow an interest and all my roles seem a bit more balanced and manageable. Now, when I say balanced, I don't say, I don't mean even. Sometimes things get out of whack and sometimes work takes priority or family takes priority. Um, But balanced means I just have a piece in what I'm doing and I'm present right where I'm at. That's what I think about when I think about balanced. Just last week, we talked about the five reasons you get stuck and feel like you failed. And I even shared a little story about me failing and it was kind of fun. So, but those reasons are that you don't have clarity, you have no direction, you don't have the support or accountability, and you don't have a deep-rooted why. Now, if you haven't listened to last week's episodes, I definitely recommend go back and check them out because it's really important to know what is keeping you stuck. And maybe you have one of these five things going for you, maybe you have a couple, but you're lacking on one. And that's the thing that's going to give you that breakthrough. So go back and listen. I can link them in the show notes for you to find easier. But today, I want to take it in more of a positive direction. I want to talk about the habits you need to learn or incorporate in your everyday life so you can feel good taking action. Because action is what produces results, right? Not just planning. Like planning is really important and planning is is a piece that we need, but we actually have to take action on our plans. So what are these five actions that you need to stick to your goals? The first one is write down the steps you need to take with your goal. So have a calendar or a plan and look at it daily. Pick out a few things you need to do in the week to work on your goal. And when I say a few things, I don't mean a few big monumental things. I mean pick out one or two things that could be important to actually push you forward. They don't have to take a lot of time in your day, or in your week because mama, I know you don't have that much time, okay? But you have some. And if you pick a couple things to be intentional about, that's when it's going to matter. Planning with purpose is what gets things done. So what I do every week on Sundays, and obviously sometimes I miss it or I do it a different day or something happens, right? But for the most part, every week on Sundays, and you can pick the day that works for you, but one day a week, I sit with my calendar and my goals and my work, and I plan out my week. I decide what the one to three things are that I really need to focus on in order to move my goal closer to that finish line. So what is it I'm working on for myself? What's something that I can do? And if it's a busy week, I pick one thing. But if I have more time, I'll pick a few extra things, okay? So you kind of have to work with the timing that you have and the season that you're in. Now, when I train for a marathon, the planning means writing in my training runs as an appointment on my calendar so I know I can fit them in. I literally do that. Like I will sit there and go 7 a.m., run seven miles, you know, or on Saturday, that's my long run and I'm going to start at 6.30 so I know I can get it in and it doesn't take the place of my family time. But when I write something in my calendar, it feels more important. It just feels like it's set. It's a deadline. It's not a deadline, but it's like, it's a scheduled appointment, right? And it brings more intention into it. You'll always have to be flexible with your plan, but you're more likely to stick to it 
if you write it down in your calendar. So pick the one to three things that you want to do for your goal and then put them in your calendar. When are you going to take the time to do them? And maybe it means you have to take 10 minutes a day to do them, or maybe it's something you could do in a couple hours one day. Okay, so think about that and really take the time to plan out your week. The second habit you need to stick with your goals is to do one thing every day toward your goal. Now, this doesn't have to be a big monumental thing. Just like we talked about, your your weekly things don't have to be big. They can take a very short amount of time. But every day, I want you to do something toward your goal. It can take five minutes, but if you consistently are working on it, it will help you to get there and keep the goal in front of you. If you think about it every day at least once, it's going to be easier to continue to think about and it's going to be easier to take action on it. I used to think that I had to be all in or nothing at all. Like I thought if I can't give focus to my goal 100%, then it's never going to happen and I might as well quit. Do any of you think that way? All of y'all overachievers out there? Because <laughs> I know I am. I'm an overachiever. I like, I, I'm somewhat of a recovered perfectionist. I need things done well and I need things done right and quickly and 100% and, you know, all the things. But you know what I realized? I realized that I could go after my own interests and I could be a good mom. Like I could have both. I didn't have to be all in or nothing. Like I didn't. I would be all in when I was doing it. When I was in action mode, I would be all in for that five minutes, that 20 minutes, that 60 minutes, whatever it is that I can give to my own interests or to my goal. But I could do that. I just needed to focus on doing one thing toward my goal every day or take one segment of my day for my interests. Okay. Cause maybe you're not, you don't have like a specific goal you're going after, but maybe you just want to take some downtime to read a fictional book or you do love running and you just want to take that time to be able to get out there and do that. Or maybe you have a different sporting interest or you love sewing or knitting or whatever it is, but you want to take that time for yourself. It's not monumental and you can find the time. 30 minutes, 15 if you only have that. But here's my encouragement or my challenge for you. I guess it would be a challenge. Get off social media, get off the scroll and you'll have at least 15 minutes. Yeah, I'm talking to you, mama. I see you on your phone. It's the meaningless thing we do when we have a few minutes here or there because white space no longer is a thing. Like, think about this. When was the last time that you just sat quietly? I mean, for more than five minutes. You know, I'm serious. Like, we don't like the quiet. We need distraction. We need background noise. We need the scroll. But think about that. Take that extra 15 minutes that you're spending there and do it on something that you're interested in. Now, say you have like a hobby that you like to do. Maybe you can have a corner set up in one of your rooms so that it can always be set up so that when you have that downtime, even if it is only 20 to 30 minutes, you can go in that corner or wherever it is and just start where you left off so that you don't have to take everything out and put everything away because by the time you do that, your creativity is already gone and your time is all gone, right? So think about what can I do 
to make this easier for me so I can do my thing, my interest in the time I have? What about doing it while waiting for kids at activities? There's always going to be a time. There really is. So, I mean, sometimes I would bring, like, I'll bring my boys to gymnastics and I will run while they're at gym. Or, you know, I'll go meet a friend for coffee because I want to get that girl time in, right? I want that adult time. Adult conversation is so good. So think about where can I schedule this in, into my day, and not have it affect this, the rest of my schedule too much. Really, it's a matter of if it matters enough for you to make an intentional decision to make the time, <laughs> right? So there's always going to be time. It's a matter if it matters enough for you to make an intentional decision to make the time. So consider doing one thing every day toward your goal or toward the interest you have. The third habit you need to stick to your goals is that you need to step out of your comfort zone more often. (laughs) You need to take risks and build up that confidence. I know, I know, I don't like stepping out of my comfort zone either. I like being in my comfort zone. I like not having to take risks because if you don't take risks, you don't get hurt, right? Um, But there really isn't a reward without a risk. I actually really much like being comfortable and I will avoid taking risks if I don't have to. A lot of the reasons that I don't like taking risks is because I used to be very afraid of failure and I was very afraid of what others would think. And I was very afraid of the unknown. All of those things are a bit scary. And when you step out of your comfort zone, you're faced with each one. You're faced with the chance of failure. You're faced with the chance that others aren't going to like what you're doing. And you're faced with the fact that you have no idea what's going to happen next, right? But you have to fail to succeed. You have to fail to succeed. Nobody makes it. It's not easy. Nobody makes it without making mistakes, hitting a wall, getting tested, having issues, having problems, facing challenges. We have to do that. We have to be willing to take a risk and make a mistake because we learn from it, right? We learn from failure and we stand back up and we brush ourselves off and we get going again. You know, when it comes to what others are thinking, really others aren't even thinking about you as much as you think they are. <laughs> really, I'm serious. I, I've had my days where I've said something and all of a sudden I will le- it'll linger in my mind because it came out wrong. And I'll be like dwelling on it and getting all uptight and stressed, thinking, oh my goodness, what's that person think of me because of what I said? And I'm stressing myself out. My heart rate's going up. I can't think about anything else. It's consuming me. And guess what? The other person didn't even think anything of it. They just went on, they probably just went on their day. On with their day, you know? They aren't, others really aren't thinking about you as much as you think they are. Because they have their own problems. They have their own issues. They have their own lives to think about. So don't worry about what others are thinking. You do what you feel called to do because it's right. And when it comes to stepping out into the unknown, getting out of our comfort zone means getting out into the unknown. 
but you can't have an adventure without the unknown, right? Who has an adventure knowing exactly what's going to happen? <laughs> like if I just planned exactly what it was going to be, what kind of an adventure is that? An adventure is going seeking those risks and seeking the fun and the excitement and and what's going to be around the next corner and going up on that roller coaster, not knowing what's going to happen to your stomach as you come back down. You can't have adventure without embracing the unknown. And so, you know, once I learned these things, it made stepping out a little bit easier. Do I still have issues with it? Oh, yeah. I still have issues with failure. I still have issues with what others think. And I still have issues with the unknown. I think I will forever. But I have learned, right? If you think about it, where is the best view? It's on the edge of the mountain. But it's risky, right? It's risky going to that edge. Anything could happen. But if you're not willing to step out there, you're not going to see the beauty that God created. You're not going to see that best, best, greatest view. Stepping out of your comfort zone is hard. For me, whenever I step out of mine, it's still hard. Every step is hard. It gets easier, but it's hard. But guess what? It's worth it. It's worth it because what's going to happen is every step you take is going to build up your confidence a little bit more. I know one of the things that I hear a lot when I'm coaching is that mamas, you lack the confidence in yourself to do what you feel pulled on your heart to do. Okay. There's a reason there's a desire there. There's a reason that you're, you have a pull when God calls you to something, there's a reason for it, but we hold ourselves back because of our lack of confidence. And when we step out of our comfort zone each time, we build that confidence. We get stronger. It's almost like the refining process. Like we're stepping kind of into the fire, right? And we're letting God mold us. We're letting him take control. We're letting him give us the confidence that we need to do what he's called us to do. So I encourage you, step out of your comfort zone more often, right? So the fourth habit you need to stick to your goals is you need to take the time to weekly reflect on where you're at right now and what you need to do next to keep moving forward. Weekly reflection is huge. Sitting with your thoughts again, right? It's not, it's not let's blare this music and let's put the TV on in the background. Let's scroll our social media. Let's do all these things. No, I want you to just take quiet, quiet time. Take out your journal and reflect a little bit. So why is this important? What do you have to gain by reflecting? Well, one of the things I encourage you to do is to bring prayer into it. When you're reflecting on your week, ask God, what do you want me to know? Like, what is it that, what went really well this week? What do I need to know? What's my next step? What's my next piece of the puzzle? And bring them into it. So when I do my weekly reflection, here's some questions that I ask myself. First, I really reflect on the past week. So I reflect on what, what happened this last week. What was my main objective this past week in relation to my goal? So I'll think, what was my main important thing that I wanted to do? The second thing is, 
did I learn anything new about myself this week? Because if you're stepping out of your comfort zone, you're going to be learning more and more about yourself every day, right? So what did I learn? Did I learn anything new about what process I'm in? Did I learn anything new about myself? Did I learn anything new about God, right? And then I ask, what distractions came and how did I handle them? Because distractions are going to come. You're going to have distractions daily. How did I handle them? What did I do? Did I feel like I succeeded or failed with that distraction? And what, what might I need to do next time, right? And then the last question I ask myself is, did I check in with my accountability partner this week? Now, your accountability partner can be really anybody because it's really important to have accountability when you're working towards something. It could be a coach. It could be your husband. It could be your friend. It could be a community like a Facebook community. It could be anything. It could just be someone that you networked with that's kind of going toward the same thing. But it's important to check in with them and say, you know what? I did everything I needed to do this week. I'm really proud of myself. Or, you know, I felt like it didn't go as well as I wanted, but here's what I want to do differently for next week. But accountability is huge. Then I kind of changed and transitioned from thinking about the last week to thinking about the upcoming week. Um, and I'll ask myself something like, what is my main objective next week in relation to my goal? So what's that important thing? Remember, the first thing was planning out your important things for the week. Well, what is my objective next week? What is my important thing that I need to think about? And then I'll ask myself, is there anything I can improve on next week? What didn't go as well last week that maybe I can improve on? What is something that I was challenged with that maybe I learned from, right? So then I'll ask myself, do I need to make any adjustments next week? Because like I said, remember, we've talked about the plan before. The plan is super important. You need a roadmap to where you're going, but you also need flexibility because something that you plan might not work, right? And you might need plan B or plan D or plan Z, okay? So what kind of adjustments might you need to make? Maybe the adjustment is when you plan uh, when you train for your marathon, right? So if you're if you're planning that, if you have your training schedule, well, maybe it didn't work to get up and do it at 7 a.m. Maybe you need to do it over your lunch break because that's just going to be a lot easier for you, right? So making the adjustments that you need. Then I ask myself, what questions do I have about the step I am on right now in my game plan? Do I know everything I need to know right now to move on? Or do I have some questions that I need answered? Okay. So, and then the last question I ask myself for the upcoming week is what value add can I make this week for somebody else? Because I think it's important for us to be serving others, right? I mean, God in his Bible says, I did not come to be served. I came to serve. Okay. And that's what he wants of us. He wants us to be servants. And so I just think, what can I do? Maybe I can just text somebody I haven't talked to in a long time. Um, maybe I feel like a, a part of my spirit thinks they need some encouragement. Or maybe I can take someone's kid for the day because um, they're busy at work and they can't get them after gymnastics or between school or whatever. And I can help out in that way. But what can I do to help make someone else's week better? So those are the questions I ask. And that's what my reflection time looks like. Yours might look a little bit different. Tweak it to whatever you need. 
but take that time and do it prayerfully. I'm telling you, it is a a lifesaver. It is a game changer because that is when some revelations happen. That's when I get some downloads and different ideas and different inspiration is when I sit there and reflect. The fifth and final habit that you need to stick with your goals is to check in with somebody. Now, we talked about that in the reflection question. I said, did I check in with my accountability partner? But this is the final habit that you need. You need to be able to check in with somebody. Like I said, whatever, whoever that is, it's a coach, an accountability partner, a friend, a spouse, a community, maybe it's a Facebook group, whatever it is, you need somebody to rely on. You need somebody to share what's going on and to get the encouragement from them and sometimes to get the tough love from them and for you to do the same, right? And so it's really important to let others in on what you're doing. Uh, Part of that is because when you let someone else in, it holds you accountable because now you've told somebody. (laughs) So once you've told somebody, it kind of solidifies it. So you feel like, oh my gosh, I have to actually do this now, right? I felt that way when I was writing a book because I told people, I'm writing a book. I'm writing my first book or whatever. And everyone's like super excited about it. Oh, what is it going to be about? What's the title? All these things. When's it going to launch? When I said that and I put it out there into the universe, it was almost like, oh gosh, I have to do this thing now because I told somebody. The support and accountability is important because sometimes they might, there might be a shift in our plan and we might need some help or encouragement, but they also might have some ideas or suggestions. You know, I'm not saying don't ever like not take what other people think, right? I'm talking about when I say that, don't care what others think, it's the negativity. It's the people who are naysayers that aren't in your corner, that aren't your encouragers, that don't want you to succeed, okay? Sometimes we should care what others think depending on who those others are. And they may have some good advice for us or suggestions along the way. Honestly, it's really easier to quit on ourselves, but once we tell someone about it or bring others along, it holds us to a higher standard and it's harder for us to quit. You'll feel like you're quitting on them alongside yourself. I kind of thought about that with um, my book too. I kind of I kind of wanted to quit almost all, every day when I was in the writing process. But I realized when I quit on it, I quit on everybody who needed to hear the message. Because I knew I was, in my heart of hearts, I knew I was called by God to write that book. I wouldn't have been able to, it's but God, like I wouldn't have been able to write that book on my own. Like, come on. But I didn't quit. And granted, this next book, went to the editor just a couple weeks ago. And I'm like, hallelujah, I get a break. But that took me almost three years of wanting to quit. But realizing if I quit on myself, I'm quitting on the plan God has for me and I'm quitting on those who need to hear the message, right? So bringing others along, super, super important. So let's recap these five habits that you need to stick to so that you'll stick to your goals. The first one is write down the next steps you need to take with your goal. One to three steps for the week, not a lot. Have a calendar or a plan and look at it daily. Pick out the few things that you need to do in the week to work on and work on those. Number two, do one thing every day toward your goal. It doesn't have to be a big thing. 
It doesn't have to take much time, but consistently working on it will help you get there and help the keep help you keep the goal in front of you. Number three, step out of your comfort zone more often. Yes, I'm telling you to take more risks because you're going to build up your confidence by doing it. Number four, weekly reflect on where you're at and what you need to do next and do this prayerfully. Number five, check in with somebody, a coach, an accountability partner, a friend, a spouse, a community, whoever it is, but let someone in on what you're working toward. So there's the five habits, but I want to throw in a bonus habit for you, okay? And this one is actually probably the most important, and it really should be at the forefront of every daily habit you have. And this is letting God in on your plans and listen to him and his leading. His plans are way better than our plans. So if he says go, go. If he says stay, well then stay. And if he says shift, make that change. Sit in silence to begin your day listening for his guiding. Five minutes. I promise you, it will change your life, mama. Proverbs 20, 21 says, many are the plans in a person's heart, but it is the Lord's purpose that prevails. Allow him in on your plans. Let him be your main coach or guide. Step into the fire and allow God to do his work in you. You mama were made to do great things. Let God use you for his purpose. I mean, come on. This is good, right? You have five habits now that you can use to stick with your goals. And if you want a little bit more encouragement when it comes to sticking to your goals, I encourage you to go check out my first book, Mind Over Marathon, Overcoming Mental Barriers in the Race of Life. It's getting a little overhaul. The tagline is changing because it's really about taking goals from the starting line to the finish. So I can't remember what the tagline is going to be, but it's going to be Mind Over Marathon, Taking Your Goals from Start to Finish. So something like that. But either way, it's a faith-filled guide to be able to do that and to fulfill your goals God's way. So go check it out. I'll leave a link in the show notes. But mama, I'm so glad you're here. I'm so glad you're choosing to stick with your goals. I'm so glad that you're choosing to make time for yourself so that you can listen to God and his leading and you can take your interest and turn it into your purpose because we need you. We need you to share, to inspire, and we need you to do whatever it is that God is calling you to do. All right, Mama, in all things I pray, you just run your race. I believe in you. Thank you so much for joining me today. I had a great time and I hope you did too. Before we go though, make sure you follow the podcast on your favorite listening platform if you haven't already. If you resonate with this episode, please consider leaving a review on iTunes as it's one of the biggest compliments you could give me. If you have any friends or family whom you think would enjoy this podcast, be sure to share it with them. Also, if you're not a part of our free Simplicity and Motherhood online community, consider joining us. It's a community built to provide support, mindset, and encouragement as you develop your giftings, live intentionally, and go after your biggest goals, God's way. Head on over to redhotmindset.com for more resources and to find the link to join the community. I hope you step into the fire with me each and every episode because I know you will come out stronger. In all things I pray, you just run your race. I believe in you.